God has wonderful things, I believe, for us here tonight. And I want to, to start with something that the Lord spoke to us here on Wednesday, 27th of July. You remember that? Let me remind you. Now, that's, that's the thing about hearing the voice of God. And let me tell you something of a secret of making progress in the things of the Spirit. Writing. Many people don't write. It's not every dream, but even when I woke up in the morning, I take time to sit down and listen. Is there anything, Lord, I sense in, your, in the dreams that I had that I need to write? And I have lots and lots. I used to have a book, but over the years I use now, you know, my iPad to write those things. That's very important. Let me tell you something. If it's from the Lord, it's worthy writing. You all don't come with the solid Bibles. I, I would have wanted to hold one. But, but look at this thing. Let's assume this is a Bible, okay? <laughs> okay? It has so many things. But think about this. What was it? Men spoke and wrote down as they were inspired by the Holy Spirit. If they had not written them, you'd not have, been, have heard the living word of God. I'm not saying what you hear now is the written scriptures. No, but it's something that the Lord has spoken to you, then you need to record it. You need to write it down. And I remember the Lord spoke to me in clear. I mean, that was so clear. On 22nd of August, 1997, I was praying, and then he spoke to me concerning my call. And then... Uh, one and a half, maybe over two, three weeks or so, uh, he spoke to me for the first time. I'm looking at the scriptures from First uh, Timothy 1.18. I'd never had anyone speak about it. I'm reading it one morning. I, I used to read the King James, the old King James Version. And then the Lord said this to me from that scripture. This charge I commit unto you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies that went before on you, that by them, by those prophecies, you might wage a good warfare. So he told me, I have spoken these things upon your life, but you, you must mix your faith with what you have heard in declaring it over and over again until it is solidified in your heart and you're seeing it come into pass. That which you don't go back to and say it and confess it, even if is something that you know specifically has been spoken to you by God, will not come to pass, even though it was the will of God for it to come to pass. Why is that so? Because you have an enemy. What is, let's go there at 1 Timothy 1.18 quickly. Let me read it from the King James. <laughs> you can tell my age now. I'm in my 90s. Oh, that's it. To think like you, when you say thee thou, First Timothy 1 18, thee thou is like you're teaching, you're speaking the Bible, you know, uh, the, the language that Jesus spoke. No, that's, that's King James. But look at this. So, so remember, he spoke to me, and then later on, he showed me this scripture. I'm telling you, no man taught me this scripture. The Lord revealed that to me. He says this This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before. On thee. In other words, there was 
utterance by the Spirit that had been spoken on him. But what was he supposed to do? To keep it and look at it and say, cute was? No. He says this, that you, thou, for the young ones, thou, by them. By them what? Prophecies that have been spoken on you, mightest war, a good warfare. So he's saying actually, for these wars to come to pass, you must use them as the weapons of your warfare to speak, to believe it until it manifests or the prophecies manifest. Concerning the word of God comes and specifically has spoken upon you or whatever the situation can be in a congregation. It's not automatic for it coming to pass. And that's why it comes in, that aspect of intercession is so critical in bathing the will of God in our lives, in bathing the will of God in our nation, in bathing the will of God, whatever area God has called you. It's not going to happen just because God spoke it. Someone on this earth has to take that which God has spoken and wage warfare with it until it is fulfilled. The birth of Jesus Christ didn't just happen because he was the son of God. We see from the scriptures, and let me give you another one. We see from the scriptures in the book of Luke, others are there, but in the book of Luke, we see Simeon, we see Anna, the prophetess. She came, they came in by the Holy Spirit. In fact, he says, Simeon said this, Oh, now thy servant can depart in, in, a, in, a, in peace, for I have seen the salvation of your people. What was he doing? He expected for the promises of God to be fulfilled. He, he, they anticipated for the fulfillment of the will of God. What am I saying concerning you and I? We must anticipate the will of God to be, to, to be fulfilled in our lives. We have to look forward to it. We have to long for it. We have to desire for it. If I'm telling you, it takes that effort by the grace of God to see the manifestation of the will of God in our lives is not going to happen just because God spoke that it, for it to happen. All right? You've had, uh, I think it's John Wesley, is quoted to have said very familiar, probably you've heard that uh, familiar words, that is quoted to have said that it seems like God does not do anything on earth unless men praise. Well, unless a man, man prays. A man prays. He doesn't. Why is that so? Remember, let me take you quickly to the book of the beginnings. You remember when he created man in his own image and likeness, he said, he said this, let us create man in our own image and in our likeness. Let them have dominion over the face of the earth. Fish of the sea and birds of the air and every creeping thing. Let them who was given dominion, who was given authority, man. So what does it mean? For God to come into the affairs of men, he has to be authorized by man. Let me give you another one. Uh, you shall have a child, his name shall be called Jesus, on and on and on. 
What did, what did uh, Mary say? Be it unto me according to your word. In other words, he's saying, well, I open a door for you to do it. You understand? Be it unto me. What did, it, it, what did she do? She believed those things that had been spoken of her. She believed. That's why it, it has to be the children of Israel in Hebrews chapter 4 could not enter into the promise because of unbelief. They did not believe. They did not enter into God's rest because they did not believe. Or the words that have been spoken had been spoken by God. They did not mix their faith with those words for the will of God to be fulfilled in that generation. It's not automatic. I hope I've emphasized, I've emphasized enough for you to get a picture. I can hear you. All right. So listen to this. On 27th of July, right here, praying and we are praying for the nation. I believe, as I said, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, let me have some water over here, please. Thank you. Uh, as we pray towards the conclusion of the meeting, this prayer meeting, I say, for I have I had the Lord speak to us. For I have protected this nation and shielded this nation in the past. And I still do now and will still protect your nation. To shield it from all the attempts of the evil one. You remember now? That's why here. From all the attempts of the evil one. And I think we read it. I, I read it again on the 5th when we gathered here on 5th of August. Now I understand. I understand, and I'm going to be polite and gracious as a pastor, but I'm going to speak these words to you. I understand there are people that they put their, their, their faith in a certain candidate, and there are some put on, on another certain candidate, and they feel like my candidate didn't win, so what am I going to rejoice about? Can I tell you something from the realm of God? You put your trust in man, not in God. That's your problem. You put your trust in man, not in God. Those who put their trust in God, they see differently. So that means, if you put your trust in God, Jeremiah 17 says that, cast. If you put your trust in man, then you are limiting yourself because you are limited to what man can do. You are not seeing what God can do. You see what I'm saying? I'm telling you believers, we are higher than any political system. God uses political system for his purposes. And I do believe this nation has a purpose. I'm a pastor. I'm not a political, uh, I'm not in a political party or thinking like this or this. I'm a pastor. But I'm telling you something. If we live by faith, we put our trust in God, we live higher than the political system. And listen to this. We'll have no place for bitterness. Because bitterness is actually the enemy of your soul, the enemy of your prosperity, the enemy of prospering in the, in the next five years. If you have bitterness... Every time you see the man, his president-elect, you have bitterness in your heart. It's actually the enemy of your prosperity. Because we are commanded to pray for him. 
I'm telling you, if you develop and we keep developing in the love of God, you will not be determined. Nothing that you do will be determined by how you feel. You activate your, the love of God. Why is that so? The walking in love is walking in faith. Faith walketh by love. You live high. So I've, I've been praying since, the, since uh, of course, the, the declaration. I was praying, even I was leading the stuff yesterday in prayer. I'm praying for the healing of our nation. We're divided. Healing, for, uh, healing of the, the people. Many people's hearts are broken. You see what I'm saying? That, that's what I'm praying, for the healing. Because the healing of the people. You see, healing the land is not like God has healed the land. No, it's the people. It's the people. This land is nothing without people. You understand what I'm saying? It's a people. It's a people that God, God died, God sent his son to die for. It's a people, not for the land. No. So, so let's, let's leave that behind. And I'll minister and people will be healed and keep being healed. And people are being healed right now. Now look at this. For I have protected this nation and shielded this nation in the past... And I still do now, and will still protect your nation to shield it from all the attempts of the evil one. I will shield this nation again. So he said, Spirit of the Lord spoke to us right in this place. Like a hen stretching out her wings over her cheeks. I have stretched out my wings to protect this nation and to shield it from all the attempts of the enemy. So see my will. Now, that was the word that had come forth. So if someone had received that by faith, then they will not be offended and they will not be wounded and they will not look like they are despaired as if Jesus has died and is not resurrected. He rose from the dead, people. Hallelujah. Let's rejoice. Hallelujah. Let's rejoice. Yeah. He says it's so. See my will and do not hear the words of natural men influenced by the kingdom of darkness that are speaking over your nation. But listen to the words of my spirit and the words that I'll give to you to speak over your nation. For you see, when I give you my words and you speak them over your nation, they are powerful to change the plans of the enemy and to remove the plans of the enemy and to establish my plans for your nation. So listen to my words, listen to my spirit, hear what I'm saying by paying attention to my spirit and to my word. As you hear, so shall you speak. For I will enable you to see, and I will enable you to hear, and I will enable you to operate in the realm of the spirit for the sake of my plans and my purposes. For this nation says your father. Now in the, as a nation we are moving forward. Now there are hearts that are not moved forward. That's why we need to do what? To pray for the healing of our nation. Healing of people's hearts. Anyone who's been really felt bad, <laughs> and I'm, I'm serious, because I can use you as a point of contact. You felt bad like, oh my goodness, I didn't want this man to be elected. Anyone who can be honest now? Thank you, thank you. She says, honest enough. Come over here, we're going to pray for you as you pray for the nation. As a point of contact. Do you stretch forth your hands, please? Thank you, Susan, for being honest. So what you do, Susan, first, you, you, you release that care upon the Lord. 
You, you understand? That's where it all begins. Lord, I release that care upon you. Why? You care for me. And I lift up my heart to stand over here to you and, and, and I forgive. Because what happens is you feel like agitated and all that. And when you forgive, you realize, okay, Lord. And I open my heart to you and you start hearing his voice. As a point of contact, just lift up your hands. Just say it. Father, in the name of Jesus, forgive me. I have been wounded and I have been hurt concerning all these political issues in this nation. And now I forgive and I receive my forgiveness. Forgive me, Father. I roll this care upon you. For you care for me. And I'm asking you, Father, to heal me in the name of Jesus. As I lay my hands on you, I believe God for a nation too. Father, many are in such a place. And I pray for our land to spring the Holy Ghost everyone. You, you receive that, uh, Susan. You go ahead, everyone, pray in the Holy Ghost. And Father, we release your healing upon our nation. Hearts that are being wounded. We pray even for Mr. Raila. We pray, Father, for his team, every one of them, for the healing of their hearts. And thank you for healing our land. We forgive each other. We receive your forgiveness, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Susan. Keep activating that faith and, and walking in love. Amen. All right. You feel like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you didn't know. That's why I'm a pastor. <laughs> We need our land healed. Let's go to John chapter 8, and I'll share with you something I believe I had this evening that we need, this afternoon praying, and that we need to be using our faith concerning our nation. Years ago, let me put the background, because again, the Lord gave me this word many years ago. I think it was 2002. Uh, I was... Uh, praying the certain area uh, of my life, and, and suddenly I had a knowing. I just knew. I knew how it was going to turn out. I knew how the situation was going to go. I just knew it. And, and in the natural, really, if you say, like, for me, figuring out with my mind, I, di I didn't have any idea. But the Lord spoke to me. And then uh, after that, I asked, Lord, I've heard it being said that when you speak something to someone, then they will need a confirmation. I want a confirmation. What is the confirmation that I had it being said many times by believers? An example. So the Lord has spoken to me, then I'm coming, maybe I meet with John, and the John tells me, you know, the Lord spoke to me such and such and such concerning your life. I said, yeah, brother, that's a confirmation. He said, no, you don't need that. I said, what? You see, that's what I'd heard. It's common. 
Does it mean that God doesn't confirm things? Oh, he does. He does. It's amazing. If you're sensitive to the Holy Spirit, he does. But listen, you can't rely on that to be led by the Holy Spirit. What is the greatest confirmation? The Bible says in, in Romans chapter 8, 8 uh, I think it's verse 15, about the sons of God. Have it there, please. Is it 14 or 14, 15? That's very important for you to see this. This is the primary way to be led by the Holy Spirit as a believer. In Romans 8, 14, do you have it or do I check out? Uh, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are what? Sons of God. Let's go to verse 15. For you do not receive the Spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the Spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father, go to the next one. He says this, the Spirit himself does what? Bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. I don't have to go out and start asking, am I really born again? If you're asking that way you want, you need to be born again. Now that is the foundation of our salvation is the same thing to be led by the Holy Spirit. You must, you know things right in here. And the more you have the word of God in your heart, the more that inward witness or inner witness becomes big. It's like a red light or a green light concerning situations. Don't forget that word, witness. is a primary way to be led by the Holy Spirit. It's an inward Witness, there is a knowing. There's a time you just know things by your spirit. And I mean, there are several aspects to activate that. I'm going, I mean, that's, a, that's the teaching, you know, weeks and weeks of teaching by itself. But there are several aspects that you can, you can pay attention to and activate that in your heart. And the first one is this, stay in the word on a daily basis. As a lifestyle. What is that for? To feed your spirit, not your head. Was it last Wednesday I was asking you concerning, if you woke up in the morning and you are hungry and you are eating, will you know that when you are full? Huh? If you don't know, then you have to cast out the spirit of gladon. <laughs> but you'll know when you are full. Is that so? All right, you'll come out of that breakfast table and you know, I'm full. I feel good about this. You know it. That's the same attitude you need to approach the word of God. You are reading it to feed your spirit. And therefore, the, your approach will be different. I'm not reading to just have head knowledge. I'm reading to feed my spirit. And the way I've known, the way I've seen it work so much to me, for me, is I can be reading something which many times, when I'm reading the scriptures, I, I, I read them audibly. But even if I was reading, just reading, and then something st st is, is, stands out, I start saying it. I start confessing it. For God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I fear no man. I fear no devil. I fear no evil. I fear no death. I fear no cancer. And I, feel no, I fear no flu called COVID. And it's coming out more and more. It's just a flu and a facade. <laughs> Conned the whole world. 
I won't go into that, but it's the truth. And it will be even more and more. Count the whole world through media. And it will be more evident. And one time we'll be in heaven, and you'll look back and you're assured what was being called COVID that grounded the whole world. you look like, what? You see, there's nothing. Yeah, there wasn't anything. It was a lie. You can magnify a lie and make it a mountain. Okay. The way you're looking at me, let me stop right there. Now, 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 look at this then. So, the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that you're children of God. So then, my, my, my point is this, that you, you activate the Word of God, you feed on the Word of God. And the one, another thing is prayer, and especially praying in tongues. There are kinds, different kinds of praying. But I'm telling you, that inner witness is activated so much by, as you pray in the Holy Ghost. All of a sudden, people, you know. Your head doesn't know it, but you know. Your head doesn't even know it, but you know. You know and know it is so. The things I've told my wife, Tina, I've told her. <laughs> she was asking me of something even this past weekend. I said, oh, you don't know that. That's over. <laughs> I know that. I was like, oh, come on now. Nothing. That's it. So you're talking as if you just know. I say it's not, I, it's not, I'm talking like I know. You need to know things. We need to know things. The Bible says that we can know all things by the Holy Ghost. Amen? Amen! Amen. Amen. Hallelujah! Now let's go back. So are you seeing that, the witness? There are many things you can activate that. But are you seeing that? Okay, let's now go to John 8. Because when I, 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 I was looking for confirmation, the Lord said this, you don't need it. And then I asked him, listen to this. My next question said, Lord, tell me what then happened. Why, why, why is it that I just know it? Have you known something until you just feel like, is this, is this, is this real? <laughs> you start to have to pitch yourself, is this real? But you just know it. But this is what is the, words, the words that you used to, to me was this. You have come into my presence and you have mingled with the divine until now your spirit is activated and you just know things. Let me say something here. Do you know that spirit of familiar spirit? That's what they do actually. People are the, the spirit of divination. They are sensitive in the spirit of darkness though. And they can tell you something, predict something concerning your future by those spirits. There are people who are spirituals of the kingdom of darkness. But we are spirituals and we are supposed to be of the kingdom of light through the word and the spirit. So it's the mingling of, with the divine. And actually, this is brought forth by the awareness of the indwelling spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. An awareness inside of us. All of a sudden, we're just aware. All of, all, more and more, I mean, not just all of a sudden, but day after day, we are aware of his presence in us. We are aware of his indwelling presence in us. Having said that, so you see that? Have I laid the foundation for you to see where we're heading? Now, let's go to John chapter 8 now. Let's read from verse 13, please. Okay? 
So here he's been saying, I'm the light of the world, Jesus. He's saying all that, I'm the light of the world, and on and on and on. And, and remember before then, there was a woman who had been caught in the very act of adultery, and they brought, they brought her to him, and, uh, you know, talking about the law of the Moses, and he responded, da-da-da-da-da, and they were confounded. But now here he has said, I'm the light of the world. Then the Pharisees say, listen to this, what they say. The Pharisees therefore say to him, you bear witness of yourself. Your witness is not true. You see the word witness? What did he say about Romans 8? Is it verse 16? The Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are what? Children of God. Now look at this then. So he says, you bear witness of yourself. Your witness is not true. Look at this, what he says next. Jesus answered and said to them, even if I be a witness of myself, my witness is true. I want you to pay attention to that. My witness is true. Listen to this. For I know where I came from and where I'm going. But you do not know where I come from and where I'm going. Therefore, first, very important for us to operate in, in that aspect we must be aware of our identity in Christ. Everything we are is because of what is done for us. Our identity in, in Christ solidifies the fact that I know who I am. I'm not just a human being. I'm born from above. I'm not just a human being. I hear people say, you know, all of us are, you know, we are just human beings. I'm not. As many as, oh yeah, we all, you know, we all are, you know, we all have things like a human being. No, I'm not. I don't. Why is that so? I identify myself with Christ. That should be our identity. As many as received him gave me the right to become children of God. Born not of the will of man, not of the will of the flesh, but born of God who is spirit. Therefore our spirits are born of God, are just like God. And we need to pay attention to that aspect in us which is just like all-knowing God. And if that's not enough, the Holy Spirit was put right in there. Not put, he came to indwell right in our spirit. The more we are aware of our born-again spirit, the more we walk in victory. Listen. And I say again, like I prayed in the beginning, our, problem, our problems are not out there. No, oh, if I can have this, I can. No, it's in here. If you can hear, it's, it's done. You see that? You see what I'm saying? Now, now look at this then. So he says this, it's because I, I know. I know who I am. You know, it's, it's where I came from. Okay, let me see. Wait, did you all place it here with no idea? I mean, I got Stanley. You can't go to a shamba without a jembe. 
Come on now. Unless you are born in town. <laughs> born towns have issues when they go to the village when they visit us. <laughs> they walk with sneakers in the shamba. <laughs> we walk barefooted. <laughs> but, but look at this then. So, so he says, first thing he says, look at this. If I bear witness of myself, my witness is true. Why is that so? For I know where I came from. That's critical. I know where I came from and where I'm going. Now, you remember I've been saying this for a long time. For illustration purpose, I've said it over and over again. This line goes and continues there and continues there because it's uh, eternity. You remember that? And eternity has no what? Beginning, no end. It's eternity. All right? Now, and I've said over and over again, then uh, we have this natural realm. Mm. Come on now, please. Come on. Run, 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 run. Over, over. And we have this natural, thank you. We have uh, this natural realm, which I'm going to use green, you know, like the earth. All right? We have this natural realm. Why is it so? I'm giving it a short time because it is, so to speak, is a child of eternity. Time is a child of eternity. Time has a beginning and the end. Come on, we agree? Time has a beginning and the end is a child of eternity. But look at this. Time was created, so it has a beginning and the end, but eternity has no beginning, no no end. It's just eternity. Now look at this then. So, I take it as a portion, a small portion of eternity. Do you remember he says that your, your life actually is like a, uh, like, what's the word he uses, uh, James uses? You know, like a breath. What is it? There's a word he uses. Like, you know, like the way you spray something. Vapor. In fact, he uses the vapor. It's just like a vapor. That's their life is. And, and the Bible says this, that one, year, one day to the Lord is like a thousand years, and a thousand years to the Lord is like a day. Okay? Yes. Okay, fine. If you say yes, that's... All right? Now, now, look at this then. So this is a portion because we are just about to be raptured. We are just about, and we enter into eternity. And in the book of Revelation, we say, we see that there shall be a new heaven and there shall be a new earth. We're just about, that is about to happen. Now, whether it happens in your lifetime, I'm believing God for it to happen in our lifetime. Whether it happens in our lifetime, or if it doesn't happen in our lifetime, then your body will go six uh, feet under, but you'll go to heaven. Because, listen this, you came from this realm in Christ. Jesus saying this, I came from heaven. From eternity, I stepped into time. And then he died, he rose from the dead, and he entered back into eternity. Now he is seated at the right hand of the Father. Alright? But what does he say? When we receive him, we receive what? When we receive Christ, what did we receive? 
eternal life. Life without an end. It's not only life without an end, but the quality of life. What is it? It's called Zoe, the God kind of life. It's already in us. So this mortal body will fall dead, but our eternal man is renewed day after day. I look forward to that day. Now look at this. So Jesus is not identifying himself, is not thinking like a, a, a natural person. He says, I know where I've come from, and I know where I'm going. So in other words, I'm not living a natural life. I'm here, listen to this big one, for an assignment. Critical church. Your assignment is not five Shambas in Ruai and five in Gong. That's not your assignment. Is it a problem to have? That? No, it's not. But you better be listening to the Lord concerning your assignment. Okay. Oh, five Volvos and five Mercedes Benz and all that. That's my assignment. Praise God. What is your assignment? To have vehicles, really? Okay. Let's continue. So did, did Ozara, did you get that point? Now let's, let's continue seeing what he says. And he says, you judge according to the flesh, I judge no one. Why is that so? Well, they judge according to the flesh. They are fleshly men. I call them men of the flesh. They judge according to the flesh. What does he say next? He says this, and yet if I do judge, my judgment is true. Why? I am not judging as a fleshly man. I'm a spirit man. And he says this. Remember what he says concerning the spirit man? He himself, you know, oh, let me read. Don't, don't go there. In, 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 uh, just stay there. In First, First Corinthians chapter 2, talking about a spiritual man, he says this. Uh, but the natural man does not receive, verse 14. Are you able to go quickly and then... It, yeah, then you come back to that. But the natural man, let's start from verse 13. These things we also speak not in words which man's wisdom teaches. That's exactly what Jesus is saying. But which the Holy Spirit teaches. Where is he teaching? Where is, where is his domain in a human being? Born again in his spirit. So which the Holy Spirit teaches... Do you know the Holy Spirit is teaching you here tonight? Which the, the Holy Spirit teaches comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Look at verse, verse 14. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit. That's what he was telling the Pharisees. You are natural people. You can receive the things of the Spirit. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually disarmed. Spiritual mindedness actually is sharpens our discernment. We're able to see things. I'm telling you the truth. I don't know everything. I trust in Christ who lives in me. And I can look at things even in the news and I can say, that's a lie. That's not true. 
No one I don't bother so much with the news. What's your name, brother? I've seen you for Sundays and Sundays. Your name is? Samuel. Samuel who? Gige. Okay, I've seen you Sunday. You sit around here. You're welcome, Samuel. <laughs> yeah. So it says, but the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually disarmed. Let's go to the next one. But he who is spiritual judges all things. Do you see what Jesus said that? You judge after the flesh. And if I judge, my judgment is right. Why is that so? I'm not judging according to the flesh. I'm a spirit man. Oh, nowadays, the church, many believers, they are doing something wrong. They are not doing it right. And you tell them, you know, sister, what you are doing is not right. No, I don't want to be judged. I say, it's not judging. Have you heard that? Yes. You don't judge us. This is our lifestyle. We are born this way. Really? You don't, you are born confused? You don't know between a man and a woman? That's confusion. I say, yeah, we are born this way. Don't judge us, please. You know, church is judging us. I don't go to church because I judge people. You've heard that? Yeah. Not really. Do you know why the world wants conform? Jesus at some point, I mean, it's gracious. God himself whipped them when they were selling things in the temple. He, he, told, he told Herod, go tell that fox, not F-O-L-K-S, you know, like a <laughs> F-O-X. <laughs> go tell that fox, Mbweha. Mamjua Mbweha. Go tell that fox. Miss Ruth, do you know Mbweha? <laughs> you ever heard Mbweha? Oh, of course, okay. That's fine, that's fine. I'm not judging you. <laughs> Look at this. But he who spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. Let's go back to our script. Look at this, verse 16. Look at this, verse 16. Go, go there. It says this. Verse 16. The next one? What happened? Brother? For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But he says this, but we have the mind of Christ. Tapping into the mind of Christ puts us into the knowing or the knower. We have, we know things. All right? Go back then to John 8. See how far we'll go with this. So, do, do, do you see the I hope you are, you are seeing that. Because it's not like, oh, I don't know, Pastor, what he ate, so he has so many scriptures. I hope you are flowing. Yes. <laughs> There's so many scriptures, just, just belging them. Now, I hope you are seeing what I'm saying, the flow of it. But look at this. And, and so, Jesus said this. Remember, he said that I know where I've come from? And I know where I'm going. Then he says this, and you judge after the flesh. Let's go back to verse 15, please. He says this, you judge according to the flesh, I judge no one. And then, and then he says, and yet if I do judge, my judgment is true. Why is that so? It's a spiritual man. His judgment is not according to the flesh. He has discernment. What do you say? He has his mind. What is his mind? Of Christ, the anointed one. <laughs> Then he says this, but I am with the Father, for I am not alone, 
but I am with the Father who sent me. Oh, let me ask you a question. Was he walking around with the Father? Huh? Where was the Father? Come on now, where was the Father? The Father was in heaven. All right? Who was in him and upon him? The Spirit came upon him as he was baptized. So he has the Holy Ghost inside of him. The Father, the Spirit, and the Son. One. So, in fact, he said this. I don't do anything except that which I see my Father do. So look at this. Believers, then we can be, we can be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And in essence, we are walking with the Father every place we go. Remember his declaration, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. If, we, if we, we are unfaithful, he remains faithful because he cannot deny himself. So he's declared. That's why you should never pray such prayer. Oh God, oh God, why have you forsaken me? Please don't pray those prayers. I had a certain meeting years ago, years ago, maybe in the late 90s, I think, or 2000, um, as a certain lady, young lady, she just thought that she's spiritual and she, the Holy Ghost has come upon her and she was slain in the, under the power. And she said, my God, my God, my God, why have you forsaken? I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> I should keep doing that. That's a, that's a nuisance. What did you do? Cast out the devil. You know, whatever that she did that. I'm not exaggerating. That's that. And, and it becomes a nuisance in the meeting. I was like, I shut up. Hush. So don't ever pray those prayers. You know, he says, I'll never leave you. No, forsake you. That's true. So look at this. Can you think about this? He'll never leave us, nor forsake us. Then what you need to be. Remember, I say it again, if we are, when we are unfaithful, he remains faithful because he cannot deny himself. He still remains there. He'll never leave us, nor forsake us. What do we need to do? To be conscious of his presence. All the time. To be conscious of his presence all the time. That's what Jesus is saying. I know where I've come from. I know where I'm going. And if I made the judgment, I'm not alone. Because the Father is with me. To be conscious of his presence all the time. Holy Spirit, thou art welcome in this place. I mean, we, we, should, we should be thinking that way every place we go. Every place we go, he's with me. He's in me. Now look at this. Then he says this. But I am, I'm, go ahead, just a moment. But I am with the Father who sent me. And look at this. Do you remember Jesus saying in John 20, he breathed on them and he says, receive ye the Holy Spirit. And what did he say? Receive the Holy Spirit, and he said this, As the Father has sent me, so do I send you. In essence, he's saying this, 
to be victorious, you have to be conscious. You must be conscious of the indwelling presence of your heavenly Father. Remember, I was talking about some weeks ago of a heavenly diplomatic immunity. That's what happens. Now, let's go to the next one. It is also written in your law by the testimony of two men is true. And then he says, I am one who bears witness of myself. And the Father who sent me bears witness of me. And he says this. Then they say to him, where is your father? Jesus answered, you know neither my father. Let's go over here. That, that was verse what? I think that's, okay. He says, you know neither my father. If you had known me, you'd have known my father also. Go ahead. These words I, Jesus spoke in the treasure and he taught in the temple, and no one laid hands on him for his hour had not yet come. Now, so he says, actually, I am, what I am doing, what I am saying, is because I am in the Father, and the Father is me. In other words, when I speak my words, I'm not speaking my own, I'm speaking the words of the Father, and he's bearing witness what I've said. Now, look at this then. Then what I'm saying, we need to be aware of his presence so that when you come to a place, you just know things, and when you know them, we start saying them in the spirit realm. We know them. Why is that so? You say, like, I need a confirmation. You don't need any. You have the witness of the Father. You have an inner witness concerning that situation. You start saying it. Those are words of the Father, and those are the words which stop the plans of the enemy, and they're the ones which establish God's will in our lives, in our community, in our society, in our nation. It's not how eloquent some can be, someone can be. It's how much divine, or I can use quote-unquote divinity, is in those words. It's not how eloquent it is. How, how eloquent one would be, but it's how much, how much is God in those words that we're speaking and we win all the time. Let's go to chapter 15. Chapter 15. No, no, no. It should be. Did you see 7 to 11? I wanted 15, verse 15 to 21. Let me see over there, Steve. Something I wanted you to get. You receiving anything out of this? That's the time. Oh. Okay. Uh, 15 verse. Just a moment, please. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Something I wanted you to see. Okay. Uh, let's go to chapter 15 of John. Chapter 14, rather. Chapter 14. So are you seeing that? This is Jesus walking on earth, okay? You've seen that? Now look at this. He started saying, you know, let your, not your hearts be troubled in my, in, in, believe in me, believe also, you know, in the Father, in my Father's house, there are many mansions, and on and on and on. 
And he said, uh, you know, uh, and where I go, verse 4, uh, the way you know, and Thomas said, wait a minute. Wait, wait. The way, the way we know, show us the way. You remember this, the, 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 in other words, you're talking and talking, Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know, we don't know where you're going. Remember he had said, I know where I'm from and I know where I'm going. Then Thomas said, wait, 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 we just don't know. You've been talking all this time, but you don't know. And then he said, then how can we know the way? Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And if you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Can you imagine this? Jesus said this. He says, if you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and you have seen him. And then this is the next question. Listen to this. Philip said, he has such a revelation. Jesus had just told him, you know me, you've seen the Father, you've known him. He said, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. I'm telling you, these disciples. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. He's been talking like this. I said, no, 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 show us the Father. I mean, this, this is enough, show us. And what Jesus said, he said this. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long, and yet you have not, me, not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? And he goes on, they say, Do you not believe that I'm in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority. I love that. The words that I speak to you, I'm not speaking on my own authority. Do, I, do you remember me telling you? It's not the eloquence. The words that I speak to you, I'm not speaking them on my own authority. This is why... I'm having results that I've heard you've seen for the last three years is because I'm not doing anything on my, of myself. I am doing the assignment for which I was sent to on this earth to accomplish. I am saying my father's works. I am doing my father's works. You remember what, what he spoke to us on that Wednesday? Don't repeat. Listen this. So see my will and do not hear the words of natural men influenced by the kingdom of darkness that are speaking over your nation. Ah, you know, politicians so and so said. Oh, those are the words you are repeating. And one of us who've been guilty of that? We've repeated words of men, but we don't speak the words of God. Anyone? I'm the one who's ever repeated. You uh, need to repent. Kneel down. <laughs> so he says, he says this, is what, this is what happened. Do you not believe that I'm with the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the work. So what is he saying? I'm conscious of him all the time. I'm conscious of him all the time. Have, have you ever been around a person that you really value their words? And you got some time to spend with them? Uh, women, especially. Yeah. You want to listen to every word that they say. You see, and repeat what they say. You're conscious of what they're going to do next, what they're going to say next. Has ever happened to you? 
Jesus said this, this, is what I, this is my victory, actually. This is my assignment here. This is why I am so successful. And he goes on to say this in verse, verse 11. Believe me that I'm in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. And he goes to the next one. Most assured, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than this he will do because I go to the Father. And what is going to happen? Look at verse 13. And whatever you ask my name that I'll do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And then verse 15. Verse, let's go to verse 15, actually. If you love me, keep my commandments. And then he says, uh, And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you on Sundays and Wednesdays, between 6 and 7 that. Huh? Is that what he said? He says that he may abide with you when? Forever. So what, what am I supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? Is to be conscious, conscious of his indwelling presence. All the time. All the time. Holy Spirit, what am I supposed to do? Will you please let me know, sir? Amen. Really, I, I, do, I do that even. You know, I've gone, I don't go so much shopping, but I'm, I'm just put off, you know, by, by so many people who want to sell you something that you're not, you don't want to buy. The more I, I matured and knowing the Lord, the more I just don't care. Or they, you know, they, they want to sell you something, say, and this one will fit you. I say, what? It doesn't. No, but they, they, what? I, I tell, I tell, I've said even, I, I tell people selling things. I go, an example, if I've gone to a shoe store, I look, shoop, and I look again, and uh, if I don't see anything that caught, uh, catches my attention, I'm ready to go. So I just look the sh uh, the, sh uh, the shells. I just look. And then if I like, I say, and, and then if they say, oh, there is this one over here. I say, no, no, no. I say this. There are billions of women on this earth. When I saw the one I was supposed to marry, I knew. I know my things. I'm just, and they look and say, oh, that's, that's, that's funny. I say, yeah, so I know my things. Say, oh, okay, fine, you'll come another day. I'm over with that story. <laughs> I do that. Or oh, oh, maybe one may say this. So, oh, but this jacket will fit you. Look at it. Look at it. It won't. It's big. No, no, but, it just, well, but just go ahead and fit it. I say, no, it won't. I've been in this body for 49 years. I know what fits it and which doesn't fit. Oh, you're 49. I say, yeah. I thought you were that. No, no, I, I'm in this world for 49 now. What? I say, yeah, thank you. I'm gone. <laughs> really, because I realize many, many people who are in sales, they, they manipulate people. Anyone who's ever bought something that you didn't want to buy? And you fell, and you walk back. Only a few of us. You people need to to kneel down and, and repent. <laughs> Anyone? And and you left, and you said like, "Good Lord, what did happen? That thing? He made me buy that thing. That's your problem. It'll be manipulated. And by the way, there are so many shops that they use witchcraft. That's exactly what they do. I go even in the presence in there, and I pray, Lord, help me to see what I'm supposed to. And I, and I can go around and I just be praying in the Holy Ghost and I, I plead the blood of Jesus. 
You realize when they have those music to, to, to you know, some, some uh, just be, you know, in the Holy Ghost and, and on and on. And, and I, you don't have to force me to buy something I don't want to buy. And the more really I'm mature to, to know in the Lord and, and, and the more I've found that I'm, I'm more stable in that than I'm telling you. I bought things that I didn't want to buy. And you go out and you feel like, what did I even do? And I've spent my money. You're waiting for the next time you'll get money because you bought things that you didn't want to buy. <laughs> Thank God for our helper. Amen. Look at this. That he may abide with you forever, so be conscious of his presence. Let me give you another thing, Ray. In your business meetings. Hear that, Patrick? <laughs> In your business meetings and business deals, pray and listen to the Lord. He's there. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And, and, and you hear, no, don't do it. Yes, sir, I won't do it. Uh, somehow I can do this. Why? I, I just don't feel like doing it. Why? You've ever, if someone starts talking that way, I'm telling you, they are putting pressure. Uh, excuse me, sir, I, I'm telling you, I, I just love what you're doing, but I can participate. Instead of, I knew it. I knew, I knew I lost money. What's that for? <laughs> Look at this. You knew you're losing money, and yet you're losing money. Anyone is ever happy? Oh, okay. <laughs> have you ever known that? And have you ever heard people say, I just knew it. I just knew it. I've heard people say, immediately they left, I knew I'd been conned. You knew all the time. Seriously, if we listen to the Holy Spirit, I'm telling you, there's nothing we can't do. Let's go to the next one. The spirit of truth who the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But listen to what he says. But, personalize it, but I know. You are not saying it right. But I know him for he dwells with me and he is in me. How can he lose? How can he lose? For he dwells with me and he is in me. You, you see that? You see, you, I mean, uh, young ladies, that you cannot make a mistake of getting married to the wrong person. You see that, young ladies? I'm looking at you. Young lady. <laughs> you, see, you can't make a mistake. Did you know that God is concerned regarding that? You just know it. As Anisu asked me a question, uh, I think two weeks ago, oh, Uncle, what do you think about this and this and this and this and this and this? In our relationship. I said, if you go that direction, you are alone. I just knew that. You are alone. I had a certain lady recently come and say, and, and I'm telling you, she calls me, Dad, Dad, you need to tell me something. I said, what? There's a man I met with in church, and he, he told me, the moment he saw me, he knew I was his wife. I said, so? I think I need to introduce him to you. I said, no. How long? He, he wants me to accept so that we can start the plans. 
I said, how long have you known? I didn't know him, but, but he told me, for, when he saw me, he says that I am the one. How long have you known? I don't know him. I said, you're making such a mistake. Listen to me carefully. You remember these words. Don't even commit to that man. You even don't know him. I don't care even if he's tongue-talking, he talks to you in tongues all, all through. You don't commit to that man. You don't know him. I'm telling you the truth. Two weeks later, Dad, thank you for, for fathering. <laughs> That's what he said. Thank you so much. Can you imagine what? I got to know some things about that man. I told him, and, and I'm telling you, she looked at me. She was not convinced. I could tell. I was saying those words, but she was not confused. I thought, okay, if you do it, you are all alone. God is not with you. He said, you mean you don't, can't enter into a supermarket and you meet with the man that you're supposed to marry and know it? You can, but you better know. You better know. The fact that you're going even to ask, you don't know. Oh, come on now. The fact that you're going to ask, is this real? Is this, you know, I know. But this is what he told me. You know how many people he has told? Okay. You all think we are old-fashioned. Yes, because we are in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> now, now look at this. Look at this. Let's finish this. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because neither sees him nor knows him because you know him, for he dwells with you and will be near. Can you be? Can you take that to be confessing, please? Can you take that? He is in me. He is the spirit of truth. The world cannot receive him, but I have received him. Uh, the world cannot receive him, neither can he see, see him, but I know him. I know him, but I know him, for he dwells in me, and he is in me as I'm going down to the supermarket today, and he is in me as I'm going down my business today, and he is me, he is in me. Just think about that. And you start thinking over and over again, I'm telling you, you'll hear him clearer and clearer in the affairs of life. In the affairs of even walking down the streets, you'll hear him say, don't go that direction, go this other direction. Uh, it, says, it has happened to me. I said, don't go that direction, go this direction. And I go down and I meet with someone and the Lord said, this is the reason I had you to come here. I said, oh God. Later on, I saw, wow, that was divine. What did I follow? I followed the leading of the Holy Spirit. He wants that to happen every day of our lives. Let's go next to what he says there. He says this, I will not leave you orphans. Some act as if they are. I will come to you, and he says this, a little while longer, and the world will see me no more, but you will see me because I live, you will live also, and go to the next one. At that day, which day is that? After his ascension, and after the Holy Ghost has come, you will know that I am in the Father, and listen to this, and you in me, and I in you, and what does he say? He who has my commandments and keeps them is he who loves me, and he who loves me will be my, loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Church, I'm telling you the truth. It's nothing that you have, anything that you are facing out here as a challenge is she revealed when you know we are conscious of the presence of God.
in our lives. I'm telling you, even if it's a billion, million, billion shillings you need to pay, if you hear him, you have him. You have the money. Peace comes first before the actual thing you're believing for. And you just know it. Okay? So let's quickly go to a scripture that you wind up, I think, I release you. Uh... I I don't think I'll go. Let's go to John 16 quickly from verse 13. John 16. I want to show you something there, what he said about the Holy Spirit, which is the spirit of truth. So so remember he said that the spirit of truth, you have him, the world does not see him, but you'll see him, okay? Look what it says. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, did he come? Yes, he did. He will guide you into what? All truth. Let me say it that way, and I say it, and sometimes think that, but we're in church, we don't do that. Uh, or if you are being led by the Holy Spirit, and you are, you are determined to live a spirit-filled life, you cannot have lies in your mouth. You can't. Even exaggerating. Yeah. We saw that man, I'm telling you, he's like 10 feet tall. And no, you know he's not. You understand? You realize that you can't ex- exaggerate. Everyone in town was there. That's not true. You, you understand people talk this. Everyone, everyone was there. That's not true. Everyone in town was in that place. Is that true? You, you think about that of uh, how many million are we? You say that we are in one place. Every one of us? How many are we in this city? <laughs> how many are we in this city? Is it four? Has it reached four yet? You all don't know. Google then. Just uh, can you think about that? Everyone, you say everyone from the estate was in, in, in GPO? Everyone was there. No, no, that's not true. I wasn't. You see, you really, and, and you realize when you start, you say like, but that's not a big deal. No. It's, it's, it's just speaking, exa- exaggerating, and you are influenced by lies. And it's a norm to you. But you'll say something and the Holy Spirit says, no, 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 don't say that. Don't say that. You've heard me say that, uh, Tina no longer does that, it was years ago. I start saying, oh, by, by the way, by, by the way concerning that, uh, uh, that's, never mind. She said, what did you want to say? I said, never mind. Because uh, the Holy Spirit inside of me said, don't say that. What did you want to say, honey? I said, no, never mind. Uh, but you wanted to say it, go ahead and say it. And then I got a Holy Ghost answer. Honey, do you want to hear something that the Holy Spirit told me not to say? She said, is that so? Yeah. That's it. Seriously. Because you wanted to make a confession and realize, no, that's not the right word. You have to endeavor to put truth in your mouth. Another, Another one. I'm coming. And you know you're not going. I've ever had people like, you know, uh, an example, I'm giving you an example. You are in Ruiru, and then the phone rings. They say, Nikwapa tu pangani. you ever had people say that? Oh, you've ever said that? I tell the butter to look serious. What? <laughs> did, that, did that girl just lie? Nikwapa tu pangani. And you're in Ruiru. 
You can laugh about but that's not really. You realize you're not walking by the Spirit. And you're being fashioned. You, you understand what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just a few minutes away. And, and it's, so, it's a lie. I, I saw the, I read a little bit. I, I kind of, I've listened to that man that is so interesting. But the, the, the new, the governor-elect of Transzoia. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's quite something. Anyone who knows him? You all don't, yeah, only one person. Isn't that amazing? He's called George Natembea. Oh, he's quite, he's quite something. Oh, my goodness. I saw that yesterday. Is it yesterday or the day before yesterday? I, I, I've I slept in that hotel in, in, in uh, Kitale. It's called Aturkan. He, he was having a meeting in Aturkan, and it was, it was going to begin at 9 o'clock. And some of them were coming in 10 minutes past. And he said, anyone who's coming after, after 9 o'clock, they should not enter. And they were stopped. He said, I have to learn, I have, I came five minutes before nine o'clock, and you are coming ten minutes past. He says, I have to straighten out county workers. I said, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, we'll not elect him next time. That's upon you. Not upon you, upon us, Transoya people. (laughs) (laughs) But but, but are you seeing that? Why would you say you are going to be, and you don't intend even to be? Do you sense the Holy Spirit right there? I'm telling you, there are so practical things that we can wish walk in levels and levels, and even when a lie is spoken, you know that's a lie. Why? You live in the realm of light. When a lie is spoken, I mean, I've, I've had meetings with Miss Ruth, sometimes appointments, and a person just is, you know, has given a story and on and on in, a, in an appointment, and so I look at and say, Yes, Ruth, you know that's a lie. I say, yeah, Pastor, I could tell that's a lie. Yes, yeah, a lie. Yeah, you know, Pastor, you know, you know, you know you're lying. <laughs> I've told people that about the you are lying to me. <laughs> now it's better to still be talking when you're still alive, but the analysis affair, they did that and they were gone. And I don't think you'll find them in heaven. Well, the spirit of truth has come. You all are quiet there. He will guide you into what? All truth. For he will speak, listen to this, he will not speak on his own authority. What does it mean, church? He's saying this, he'll get the words of my father and he'll give them to you so that when you speak them, it's just like my father speaking. And I think I'll stop right there. Oh, no. But whatever he hears, you'll speak, and he will do what? He will tell you things to come. Now I want to make one statement here. Uh, I thought you were going to take some time to pray tonight, but I ended up doing more teaching and equipping, which is important. Which is important, by the way. Because I can come here at 6, six o'clock, 6 or 5, and say, let's all pray. And then I say, what did you pray about? I don't know, but we prayed. Or you can be equipped in our community, in our society, in our nation. It's not how eloquent some can be, someone can be. It's how much divine, or I can use quote-unquote divinity, is in those words. It's not how eloquent it is. How, how eloquent one would be, but it's how much 
How much is God in those words that we're speaking? And we win all the time. Let's go to chapter 15. Chapter 15. No, no, no. It should be. Did you see 7 to 11? I wanted 15, verse 15 to 21. Let me see over there, Steve. Something I wanted you to get. You receiving anything out of this? That's the time. Oh, okay. Uh, 15 verse. Just a moment, please. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Something I wanted you to see. Okay. Uh, let's go to chapter 15 of John. Chapter 14, rather. Chapter 14. So you've seen that this is Jesus walking on earth, okay? You've seen that. Now look at this. He started saying, you know, let your, not your hearts be troubled in my, in, in, believe in me, believe also, you know, in the Father, in my Father's house, there are many mansions, and on and on and on. And he said, uh, you know, uh, and where I go, verse 4, uh, the way you know, and Thomas said, wait a minute. Wait, wait. The way, the way we know. Show us the way. You remember this, the, 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 in other words, you are talking and talking, Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know, we don't know where you are going. Remember he had said, I know where I'm from and I know where I'm going. Then Thomas said, wait, 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 we just don't know. You've been talking all this time, but you don't know. And then he said, then how can we know the way? Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And if you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Can you imagine this? Jesus said this. He says, if you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and you have seen him. And then this is the next question. Listen to this. Philip said, he has such a revelation. Jesus had just told him, you know me, you've seen the Father, you've known him. He said, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. I'm telling you these disciples. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. He's been talking like this. They said, no, 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 show us the Father. I mean, this, this is enough, show us. And what Jesus, Jesus said, he said this. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long, and yet you have not, me, not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? And he goes on, they say, do you not believe that I'm in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority. I love that. The words that I speak to you, I'm not speaking on my own authority. Do, I, do you remember me telling you? It's not the eloquence. The words that I speak to you, I'm not speaking them on my own authority. This is why... I'm having results that I've heard you've seen for the last three years is because I'm not doing anything on my, of myself. I am doing the assignment for which I was sent to on this earth to accomplish. I am saying my father's works. I am doing my father's works. You remember what, what he spoke to us on that Wednesday? Don't repeat. Listen this. So see my will and do not hear the words of natural men influenced by the kingdom of darkness that are speaking over your nation. Ah, you know, politicians so and so said. Oh, those are the words you're repeating. Anyone of us who've been guilty of that? 
We've repeated words of men, but we don't speak the words of God. Anyone? I'm the only one who've ever repeated. Uh, you need to repent. Kneel down. <laughs> so he says, he says this, is what, this is what happened. Do you not believe that I'm with the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the work. So what is he saying? I'm conscious of him all the time. I'm conscious of him all the time. Have, have you ever been around a person that you really value their words? And you got some time to spend with them? Women, especially. You want to listen to every word that they say. You see, and repeat what they say. You're conscious of what they're going to do next, what they're going to say next. Has ever happened to you? Jesus said, this, this, is what I, this is my victory, actually. This is my assignment here. This is why I'm so successful. And he goes on to say this in verse, verse 11. Believe me that I'm in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. And he goes to the next one. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than this he will do, because I go to the Father. And what is going to happen? Look at verse 13. And whatever you ask my name that I'll do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And then verse 15 Verse, let's go to verse 15, actually. If you love me, keep my commandments. And then he says, uh, And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you on Sundays and Wednesdays, between 6 and 7. That. Huh? Is that what he said? He says that he may abide with you when? Forever. So what, what am I supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? Is to be conscious, conscious of his indwelling presence. All the time. All the time. Holy Spirit, what am I supposed to do? Will you please let me know, sir? Amen. Really, I, I, do, I do that even. You know, I've gone, I don't go so much shopping, but I'm, I'm just put off, you know, by, by so many people who want to sell you something that you're not, you don't want to buy. The more I, I matured and knowing the Lord, the more I just don't care. Or they, you know, they, they want to sell you something, say, and this one will fit you. I say, what? It doesn't. No, but they, they, what? <laughs> I, I tell, I tell, I've said even, I, I tell people selling things. I go, an example, if I've gone to a shoe store, I look shoop, and I look again and uh, if I don't see anything that caught, uh, catches my attention I'm ready to go. So I just look the sh uh, are the, sh uh, the shelves. I just look. And then if I like, I say and, and then if they say, oh there is this one over here. I say, no, no, no. I say this. There are billions of women on this earth. When I saw the one I was supposed to marry, I knew. I know my things. I'm just, and they look and say, oh, that's, that's, that's fine. I say, yeah, so I know my things. Say, oh, okay, fine, you'll come another day. I'm over with that story. <laughs> I do that. Compl oh, oh, maybe one may say this. So, oh, but this jacket will fit you. Look at it. Look, I say, it won't. It's big. No, no, but just, wait, but just go ahead and fit it. I say, no, it won't. 
I've been in this body for 49 years. I know what fits it and which doesn't fit. Oh, you're 49. I said, yeah. I thought you were that. No, no, I, I'm in this body for 49 now. What? I said, yeah, thank you. I'm gone. <laughs> really, because I realized many, many people who are in sales, they, they manipulate people. Anyone who's ever bought something that you didn't want to buy? And you fell, and you walk back. Only a few of us, you people need to, to kneel down and, and repent. <laughs> Anyone? And, and you left. And you're like, good Lord, what did happen? That thing? He made me buy that thing. That's your problem. It'll be manipulated. And by the way, there are so many shops that they use witchcraft. That's exactly what they do. I go even in the presence in there, and I pray, Lord, help me to see what I'm supposed to. And I, and I can go around and I just be praying in the Holy Ghost and I, I plead the blood of Jesus. You realize when they have those music to do, you know, some, some, and just be, you know, in the Holy Ghost and, and on and on. And, and I, you don't have to force me to buy something I don't want to buy. And the more really I'm mature to, to know in the Lord and, and, and the more I've found that I'm, I'm more stable in that than I'm telling you. I bought things that I didn't want to buy. And you go out and you feel like, what did I even do? And I've spent my money. You're waiting for the next time you'll get money because you bought things that you didn't want to buy. <laughs> Thank God for our helper. Amen. Look at this. That he may abide with you forever. So be conscious of his presence. Let me give you another thing, Ray. In your business meetings. Hear that, Patrick? <laughs> In your business meetings and business deals, pray and listen to the Lord. He's there. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And, and, and you hear, no, don't do it. Yes, sir, I won't do it. Uh, somehow I can do this. Why? I, I just don't feel like doing it. Why? You've ever, if someone starts talking that way, I'm telling you, they are putting pressure. Uh, Excuse me, sir. I, I'm telling you, I, I just love what you're doing, but I can't participate. Instead of, I knew it. I knew, I knew I lost money. What's that for? <laughs> Look at this. You knew you're losing money, and yet you're losing money. Anyone has ever happened? Oh, okay. Have you ever known that? And have you ever heard people say, I just knew it. I just knew it. I've heard people say, immediately they left, I knew I'd been conned. You knew all the time. <laughs> Seriously. If we listen to the Holy Spirit, I'm telling you, there's nothing we can't do. Let's go to the next one. The spirit of truth who the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But listen to what he says. But, personalize it. But, I know. You are not saying it right. But, I know him for he dwells with me and he is in me. How can he lose? How can he lose? For he dwells with me and he is in me. In me. You, you see that? You see, you, I mean, uh, young ladies, that you cannot make a mistake of getting married to the wrong person. You see that, young ladies? I'm looking at you. 
Young lady. <laughs> you can't make a mistake. Don't you know that God is concerned regarding that? You just know it. As Anisu asked me a question, uh, I think two weeks ago, oh, Uncle, what do you think about this and this and this and this and this and this? In our relationship. I said, if you go that direction, you are alone. I just knew that. You are alone. I had a certain lady recently come and say, and, and I'm telling you, she calls me, Dad, Dad, you need to tell me something. I said, what? There's a man I met with in church, and he, he told me, the moment he saw me, he knew I was his wife. I said, so? I think I need to introduce him to you. I said, no. How long? He, he wants me to accept so that we can start the plans. I said, how long have you known? I didn't know him, but, but he told me, for, when he saw me, he says that I am the one. How long have you known? I don't know him. I say, you're making such a mistake. Listen to me carefully. You remember these words. Don't even commit to that man. You even don't know him. I don't care even if he's tongue-talking, he talks to you in tongues all, all through. You don't commit to that man. You don't know him. I'm telling you the truth. Two weeks later, Dad, thank you for, for fathering. <laughs> That's what he said. Thank you so much. Can you imagine what? I got to know some things about that man. I, said, I told him, and, and I'm telling you, she looked at me. She was not convinced. I could tell. I was saying those words, but she was not confused. I thought, okay, if you do it, you are all alone. God is not with you. Right? You, say, you mean you don't, can't enter into a supermarket and you meet with a man that you're supposed to marry and know it? You can, but you better know. You better know. The fact that you're going even to ask, you don't know. Oh, come on now. The fact that you're going to ask, is this real? Is this, you know, I know. But this is what he told me. You know how many people he has told? Okay. You all think we are old-fashioned. Yes, because we are in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> now, now look at this. Look at this. Let's finish this. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because neither sees him nor knows him because you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. Can you, be, can you take that to be confessing, please? Can you take that? He is in me. He is the spirit of truth. The world cannot receive him, but I have received him. Uh, the world cannot receive him, neither can he see, see him, but I know him. I know him, but I know him, for he dwells in me, and he is in me as I'm going down to the supermarket today, and he is in me as I'm going down my business today, and he is me, he's in me. Just think about that. And you start thinking over and over again, I'm telling you, you'll hear him clearer and clearer in the affairs of life. In the affairs of even walking down the streets, you'll hear him say, don't go that direction, go this other direction. Uh, it, says, it has happened to me. I said, don't go that direction, go this direction. And I go down and I meet with someone and the Lord said, this is the reason I had you to come here. I said, oh God. Later on, I saw, wow, that was divine. What did I follow? I followed the leading of the Holy Spirit. He wants that to happen every day of our lives. Let's go next to what he says there. He says this, I will not leave you orphans. 
Some act as if they are. I will come to you, and he says this, uh, a little while longer, and the world will see me no more, but you will see me because I live, you will live also, and go the next one. At that day, which day is that? After his ascension, and after the Holy Ghost has come, you will know that I am in the Father, and listen to this, and you in me, and I in you, and what does he say? He who has my commandments and keeps them is he who loves me, and he who loves me will be my, love by my father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Church, I'm telling you the truth. It's nothing that you have, anything that you are facing out here as a challenge is shriveled when you know we are conscious of the presence of God in our lives. I'm telling you, even if it's a billion, million, billion shillings you need to pay, if you hear him, you have him. You have the money. Peace comes first before the actual thing you're believing for. And you just know it. Okay? So let's quickly go to a scripture that you wind up, I think. I release you. Uh, I, think, I don't think I'll go. Let's go to John 16 quickly from verse 13. John 16. I want to show you something there, what he said about the Holy Spirit, which is the spirit of truth. So, so remember he said that the spirit of truth, you have him, the world does not see him, but you'll see him, okay? Look what it says. It's, However, when he, the spirit of truth has come, what, did he come? Yes, he did. He will guide you into what? All truth. Let me say it that way. And I say it, and sometimes think that, but we're in church, we don't do that. Uh, or if you are being led by the Holy Spirit and you are, you are determined to live a spirit filled life, you cannot have lies in your mouth. You can't. Even exaggerating. Yeah. We saw that man. I'm telling you, he's like 10 feet tall. And no, you know, he's not. You understand? You realize that you can't ex exaggerate. Everyone in town was there. That's not true. You, you understand people talk this. Everyone, everyone was there. That's not true. Everyone in town was in that place. Is that true? You, you think about that of uh, how many million are we? You say that we are in one place. Every one of us? How many are we in this city? <laughs> how many are we in this city? Is it four? Has it reached four yet? You all don't know. Google then. Just like, can you think about that? Everyone, you say everyone from the estate was in, in, in GPO? Everyone was there. No, no, that's not true. I wasn't. You see, you really, and, and you realize when you start, you say like, but that's not a big deal. No. It's, it's, it's just speaking, exa exaggerating, and you are influenced by lies. And it's a norm to you. But you'll say something and the Holy Spirit says, no, 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 don't say that. Don't say that. You've heard me say that, uh, Tina no longer does that, it was years ago. I start saying, oh, by, by the way, by, by the way concerning that, uh, uh, that's, never mind. She said, what did you want to say? I said, never mind. Because uh, the Holy Spirit inside of me said, don't say that. What did you want to say, honey? I said, no, never mind. Uh, but you wanted to say it, go ahead and say it. And then I got a Holy Ghost answer. 
Honey, do you want to hear something that the Holy Spirit told me not to say? She said, is that so? Yeah. That's it. Seriously. Because he wanted to make a confession and realize, no, that's not the right word. You have to endeavor to put truth in your mouth. Another, another one. I'm coming. And you know you're not going. I've ever had people like, you know, uh, an example, I'm giving an example. You are in Ruiru, and then the phone rings. And say, Nikwapa tu pangani. you ever had people say that? Oh, you've ever said that? I tell everyone the butter to look serious. What? <laughs> did, that, did that girl just lie? Nikwapa tu pangani. And you're in Ruiru. You can laugh about, but that's not really. You realize you're not walking by the Spirit, and you're being fashioned. You, you understand what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just a few minutes away, and, and it's, so, it's a lie. I, I saw the, I, I read a little bit. I, I kind of, I've listened to that man that is so interesting. But the, the, the new, the governor-elect of Transzoia, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's quite something. Anyone who knows him? Yeah, only one person. Isn't that amazing? It's called George Natembea. Oh, he's quite he something. Oh, my goodness. I saw that yesterday. Is it yesterday or the day before yesterday? I, I, I've, I've slept in that hotel in, in, in uh, Kitale. It's called Aturkan. He, he was having a meeting in Aturkan, and it was, it was going to begin at 9 o'clock. And some of them were coming in 10 minutes past. And he said, anyone who's coming after after nine o'clock, they should not enter. And they were stopped. He said, I have to learn. I, have to. I came five minutes before nine o'clock. And you are coming ten minutes past. He says, I have to straighten out county workers. Yes. I said, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah we'll not elect him ne- next time. That's upon you. Not upon you. Upon us, Transoya people. <laughs> But, but, but are you seeing that? Why would you say you are going to be and you don't intend even to be? Do you, do you sense the Holy Spirit right there? I'm telling you, there are so practical things that we can wish walk in levels and levels. And even when a lie is spoken, you know that's a lie. Why? You live in the realm of light. When a lie is spoken. I mean, I've, I've had meetings with Miss Ruth sometimes appointments, and a person just is, you know, is given a story and on and on in, a, in an appointment. And so I look at them and say, Miss Ruth, you know that's a lie. And I say, yeah, Pastor, I could tell that's a lie. Yes, yeah, a lie. Yeah, you know, Pastor, you know, you know, you know you're lying. <laughs> I've told people that, about the, you are lying to me. <laughs> Now, it's better to still be talking when you're still alive, but in Ananas' affair, they did that and they were gone. And I don't think you'll find them in heaven. Well, the spirit of truth has come. You all are quiet there. He will guide you into what? All truth, for he will speak, listen to this, he will not speak on his own authority. What does it mean, church? He's saying this. He'll get the words of my father and he'll give them to you so that when you speak them, it's just like my father speaking. 
And I think I'll stop right there. Oh, no. But whatever he has, you'll speak, and he will do what? He will tell you things to come. Now I want to make one statement here. Uh, I thought you were going to take some time to pray tonight, but I ended up doing more teaching and equipping, which is important. Which is important, by the way. Because I can come here at six, 6 o'clock, 6 or 5, I say, let's all pray. And then I say, what did you pray about? I don't know, but we prayed. Or you can be equipped, and then you go back to the house and say, yeah, I see that. I see that, Lord. And you start entering into his presence, and you're able to say, let me show you something here quickly. You remember this? About that. Remember what I said, what the Lord said to me about mingling with the divine. I'll make some statements quickly. Uh, Hebrews 4.16. Hebrews 4.16. It says, you come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain what? Mercy and find grace to help in time of need. All right? So look at this. The throne is in the eternal realm. It's in the spirit realm. It's the, the, the throne of grace. God inhabits this place. So he's saying this. Look at this. What he's doing actually. He's saying, by being born again, I, ha- I have removed from you a limitation of my, between you and I. I mean, what? I've, I've removed between you and I any limitation or anything that will hinder you from entering into my presence. You are free to come and mingle with the divine. Why? Because Ephesians 2.10, we are born anew. That which existed between man and, and, and God, you know, like a gulf between man and God, is no longer there. Why? Because God brought us Jesus, we are born again, so he can speak to mortal men like you and I. Come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Though you are living in this earth, or on this earth, you are not earthly because you have access to my presence. Wow! What access to that? To the access to the spirit of wisdom and revelation. So then, when we enter into this place, this is what I began with, when we enter into this place, we mingle with the divine. And listen this, church. Learn to enter into the presence of God and not be in a hurry. And not be in a hurry. Like I heard Miss Ruth, uh, I think you are the first time I ever heard you pray. Then I've heard it from other people. But the first person I had was say this, Lord, as we want to be marinated by. Is it marinated in your presence or by your presence? You know marination? So, so learn to do that. You're not in a hurry. You enter in and you can just come in worship and adoration, and words of love starts coming out of your heart to the Lord, and you start experiencing his presence. Listen to this. Your natural thoughts start melting, and his thoughts start capturing your heart and his love. And you can just, you can truly say, God, forgive me. I see how much you love me. And then, you've come, listen to this, you've come into this realm, so remember, it's far above Far above what? Principalities, powers, 
uh, Ephesians 6, uh, 6 what, from verse what, 12 or so, you've come far above principalities and powers and dominions that affect the veil that covers the people of the world, the blindness that covers the people of the world. So you have entered in here. Listen to this. There is no time here. You will know things to come. This is for every believer. Prophets, they have an anointing. If they stand in, a pro, in, a, in an office of a prophet, they have an anointing upon them because of that office. But listen to this. Knowing things to come is for every believer. Why is that so? Because, listen to this, because of that believer's relationship with the Holy Spirit. He will show you things to come. When you enter in there, you start seeing things in the Spirit. And I asked the Lord, did I, I wanted to share something concerning the nation. He spoke to me this, this evening. Something to come, but he said, not yet. I wrote it down, not yet. So probably, if he releases me, I'll share with you next week. But I, I was just asking, I was ready, I asked the Lord, is it time yet? No, not yet. Of something is about to come in this nation that we need to prepare ourselves in prayer and intercession. Listen, going where we're going to the future of this nation is not just going to happen without you and I entering into his presence and establishing the will of God through his words. Amen? So most likely, I will speak more next time. John 14, 29, quickly. It's there. Uh, John 14, 29. He says, look at this. He says this. And now I have told you before it comes. Are you seeing that? That when it does come to pass, you may believe. He tells us things before the, you know, I've told you before it comes. That's what he does. I remember him telling me that. I told you that. He told me, church, years ago, he showed me clear dream, more of a vision, but it was a dream with them, a clear one until the features of a person that I'd never seen in the natural. And when I was told, uh, so-and-so, I said, wait a minute, was the person dressed, boom, 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 and how, this is how he looked. A friend of mine asked, did you meet with him? I said, no, the Lord showed me about that person. It's available. And I believe, remember what I was saying on Sunday? The outpouring of the Holy Spirit is going to increase church. And we must set ourselves ready by practicing walking in his presence and it will be so easy. You can be in the midst of a crowd and you can sense the Lord to telling you exactly what to do in a crowd telling you exactly what to do. Jesus did that. Who touched me? Hata wewe, meanza mambo bengi. Nani atakugusa? So watu wata wana kugusa. You understand that? That's the, the, that's the attitude of those guys. Watu wata wana kugusa. Ni nini hii hako naguswa? 
Then we did what he said, Sim Gusolo Akawaida Kunam Gusoiman. That's that is sensitivity. That's an amazing sensitivity. You, uh, anyone who's ever been in a crowd, are you ever sensitive to the Holy Spirit when the crowd is there? I've seen you in weddings, you're not. <laughs> Can I tell you one secret when you're in a crowd? Ask the Lord some questions, you'll hear. In a crowd, when there are so many things happening, you say, Lord, is there anything you want me to learn here? I feel like sometimes it's like he's so ignored in that crowd. He's just needing someone to talk to. You understand? Ask him, and you can see some things. Because you know, you, you know, you know, the way you dance in weddings, I can tell you are not even sensitive to the Holy Ghost until later on, say, oh, Baba, to some Hallelujah. Did you receive anything tonight? Huh? Oh my goodness. I can listen to this message myself, really. Because I can tell it's, there, there, there is something that the Lord wants to do as, as a prayer in your heart. Just be sensitive. Let me, let me tell you something. Again, I'll, I'll finish with this. Stand up on your, on your feet. Uh, as, as a prayer... The more you are sensitive to the Holy Spirit in your prayer time, the more things you will learn in his presence. Many, I've, I've heard some things the Lord speak to me. That's my experience. But I've heard the things the Lord speaks to me, just, you know, walking and all that. But the major things I've heard from him is in prayer. And I believe not because, not because, not that he cannot speak to us when you're walking down the streets and all that, but at that moment, I think I, I give him more attention than when I'm walking down the street. You understand that? You're focusing on him and him alone. But that can be our day-to-day our -day life. Wherever we go, even in a crowd, like I said, we're just focusing on him. Thank you, Lord. Let's just thank him and praise him. Just speak to him and just concentrate on him for these few minutes before we wind up and just, just worship him. We worship you, our Lord. Precious Lord. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. He's precious to us. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, just lift your hands to him, please. Father, you have spoken to us tonight. Thank you for your living word. I thank you, Father, for your voice being real in the hearts of your people. Holy Spirit of God, we want you. We need you. We need you to reveal the will of the Father to us. 
I rebuke blindness. I rebuke deafness in the name of Jesus. I take authority over that which has troubled your mind. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. There's someone you've experienced such confusion. I take authority over that spirit of confusion. I break your power now. Yes, now it's leaving you. In the name of Jesus, go. Oh, such heaviness there has been in your heart. Such heaviness that you just don't know what to do, but Father, thank you for your mercy, your hand upon her. Just lift your just don't 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 be moved by what's happening around. Just just lift your hands. I, I can tell his presence here. I, I call, thank you, Father, for healing that wound right now. I, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Be healed from that wound. And I see so much in your heart is wounded your soul. I release the healing power of God. Be healed from that. above all names. That's the name of Jesus. Beautiful Savior, glorious Lord, oh, Emmanuel, God is with us. Blessed Redeemer, living to him again, Jesus. Name above all, name above all names, beautiful Savior, glorious Lord, oh, Emmanuel, God is with us, blessed Go ahead and worship him and thank him. Just lift up your hands, Patrick. I just want to pray for you. In the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your presence, Lord. and rest I rebuke every turmoil I rebuke every uncertainty and I speak oh father thank you for your voice in his heart peace in Jesus 
Jesus name Amen Thank you Lord Lily come over here please Thank you Lord Lift your, lift your hands. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy, for your grace, your mercy, your grace. Thank you, Lord. I speak, Father, a separation that comes from your presence, a longing and a knowing that will be so deep that the enemy will not hold her back. I rebuke the will of the enemy in the name of Jesus. And I release, Father, your will, the name of Jesus. Thank you. Marvel, come over here, please. I don't know what the Lord has. So we just stay in that place of worship. And so, but Pastor, you didn't call me. I, I'm not trying to call everyone, but I just follow. Then come over here, Marvel. Ah, just lift up your hands, Father. Marvel, the. There's a separation that is taking place in your life right now because the, the desire for the things of the Spirit is going to increase tremendously. And you're going to realize this, that is, there are some people that you will be separated from and into a new company that have the same desire of knowing the Father. For you shall know him. You shall know him. And as you choose this path, you shall, you shall walk in levels and levels of his presence in high places of honor that few have experienced, few of your people that you know, or young people like you have experienced. So don't find it strange that you desire the presence of God than your age mates who are desiring things that even take them away, natural things, some even good natural things. But your desire will be shaped differently because of the call of God upon your life. I release this over her, Father in the name of Jesus and into our future that you have called her. Thank you, Lord. Does that mean anything to you? You're not sure? <laughs> you don't have words. You can easily get me and talk to me. We help her, please, ladies, go quickly and turn over there. Let's thank him for what he's done tonight and just honor him and honor his presence. Just thank him, just everyone, and as we get ready to give our seat tonight. Thank you.